Hey, this is Alexander, the Podcasters Coach. You are listening to Podcasters. It's a special episode today. It's just me. It's episode number 100 in season number two. Welcome to the program. A hundred episodes. A hundred episodes of the Podcasters Life or what it will be referred to now as Podcasters, 100 episodes. That's amazing. My last podcast, Work Utopia, I think I made it to 91 episodes. And uh, that was pretty amazing too. So 100, I am uh, very grateful to still be at it, still be doing this and and really revolving my life around podcasts and podcasters. So it's absolutely amazing. Today's episode is a little different. It's just going to be me. And I'm going to share an MP3 that I created a couple of weeks ago. And this MP3 has to do with my friend and my missing friend. I found that like in the, in the book that I wrote, the book on podcasting, I learned a lot of different things about the process of podcasting and, and how it could help me and how it could help other people. And one of the things that I found through creating a podcast is that it has an opportunity to heal you in a way. I was very troubled uh, about losing my friend and I just lamented and I just felt horrible about this for a while. And my wife suggested to me to write it out. And I thought, yes, yes, I'm going to write this thing out. I got to write it out. And as I was thinking about when I was going to be writing this out, I was listening to Les Brown. I don't know if you know Les Brown, but he's this awesome motivational speaker, Les Brown. Check him out on YouTube. He's amazing. I love listening to Les Brown. So I remember one night I was listening to Les Brown. And he gave like this 45-minute speech. I think he was doing it in a baseball field. There was like Forty to 50,000 people or 30,000 or whatever it was, but it was powerful. And I think the next day I wrote it out about what I was feeling and what I was thinking about and what I learned through my friend going missing. And I kind of did it with less brown in my mind. I really enjoy public speaking. I've started to do public speaking. I have in the last, I don't know, the last month I've had two gigs where I've done public speaking in front of a live audience and it's been absolutely wonderful. So I really love it. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. So I guess I had Les Brown in my head and then I wrote it out. So I wrote it, I wrote this thing out about my friend and it felt really, really good to write it out. And then I decided I was going to podcast on it. I was going to record this and create an MP3. So I did that. I created an MP3 file on what I had written. And, you know, I'm a podcaster. I I daydream podcasts. I, I can't tell you how many podcasts I've actually started. I've started so many podcasts. I, I have, I don't know, like 20 different podcast projects that I've attempted at some point. I just love it. I get this idea and I want to create a podcast from it. And then once I start actually doing something about it, I'm like, hold on, I don't don't have any more time. I can't do this podcast right now. I can't do it. I'm going to put it on the shelf. So I had this idea of doing a new podcast, a separate podcast, yet another separate podcast. 
and I called it the Transform Your Life Today podcast. And I created one podcast episode. I decided to use what I wrote about my friend. And I created this podcast and um, I'm, I'm, I've taken it down. I'm, I'm not going to do this podcast. This podcast is going just, and will end up being too much work. And I'd rather focus on this podcast, podcasters. So since it's episode number 100, I figured, why don't I just use that episode, put it here. It's a short eight minutes of me talking about my experience and about my friend and what I learned. And I just want you to keep in mind that once I did this, I had this huge relief afterwards. Like I didn't feel bad at all afterwards. There was some sorrow still remaining, but I really, really felt amazing after I actually got it out into a podcast. So the whole process of thinking about it, having someone else's uh, voice in my head, writing it all out, refining it, rehearsing it and speaking it, recording it, all of that combined together just made me feel so good. And it really did a lot of healing for me. So without further ado, here is the very short eight minute episode. I haven't connected with a friend since Christmas. We were overdue to connect and I was heading toward his neighborhood one day. He always makes time to have coffee with me, and we've known each other for 12 or 13 years. I call him. His phone is out of service. This happened one time before. He has a really crummy job, and he goes through these periods of no work. He lost his phone before, but he managed to get it back. And he called me when it happened. This time around, he did not give me a heads up. I waited for a week since I last called him, and I still did not hear back. Fed up of calling a phone number that was invalid, I went to his apartment. No luck. There was mail in the mailbox. I wrote a note and stuffed it in. What is going on? Give me a call. Another week went by. Nothing. I leave messages at the place where I think he works, but he's not in the directory. I find out who the property owner of his building is, and I leave messages. They're more like, please, do you have any info? Somebody feels sorry for me and calls me back. He moved a couple of weeks ago. Oh, so he hasn't died. I don't get it. I'm supposed to be his emergency contact. Like, I'm relieved, but I have no way to reach him. We had no mutual friends. He's a single city dweller, and I'm a family man out in the suburbs. Two weeks. I worry. I'm almost always assuming the worst. When I found out he moved, I was mad. Why isn't he connecting with me? I've sent emails. He could check his email at the library. Why? What is wrong? Then the pain sets in. He loved that neighborhood. He's been living in that apartment for about 20 years. He'll never afford this neighborhood now. 
He's almost 60. He's slower. He's been having major allergy issues. Last time I visited, we walked to the coffee shop, and he had to stop midway to catch his breath. Where is he? Is he on the street? Is he sick? Did he lose his job? No one's going to hire him. He's too old. How can he get by? He has no family. What has happened and why? On and on this went inside my head. My body would follow with feelings of grief. I was grieving over circumstances that I had no information on. Grief became my meditation practice. I was totally fine when it was out of my mind, but when it came back and I focused on it, I struggled. The grief sucked my energy and I was sad. Quite frankly, I was sick of myself. I wanted to get out. I wanted a break. I haven't touched booze in three months, but it was the only solution to escape myself. Four beers and a movie. My children, they just stayed away. They didn't even ask anything. And I had a few hours to myself for forgetting. But of course, I'd pay for it. Even though it was only four beers, it completely ruined my sleep. My body detests alcohol. It fights it. When I try to sleep, my body is going crazy working the alcohol out. It keeps me up. I wake up not rested and therefore unproductive. Thank God for Sundays. My focus moved from my lost friend to my stupidity. When Monday came around, I began to realize that I was grieving over fiction. I created various negative situations regarding my lost friend. I knew two things only. His phone number doesn't work and he moved. I know nothing else. I formed these attachments. I became attached to the melancholy. I became attached to grief. I became especially attached to myself. How dare he not call me? Am I not his friend? Then I became attached to the old coping mechanism, beer, that I knew stopped working for me. It's not good if the end result is bad. The end result being a full day of being tired, not well-rested, not to mention being harmful to this vehicle I call my body. Let me tell you something about this experience, and I'd like you to think about it. Do you do this too? I mean, I grieved over fantasy. I went with worst case scenario and experienced a roller coaster of emotions. I don't have a crystal ball. Neither do you. If you are going to play this game of having all the answers, then at least keep it positive and, of course, keep it realistic. If you're upset over something right now, that you don't have all the facts to, you're making yourself miserable for nothing. I could have chose to say to myself, well, 
My friend seems like he's gotten into a financial pickle. He probably feels embarrassed about it and would prefer to connect with me when he's able to improve his situation. I could have taken all of those moments of grief that came out of my fantasy and applied that energy into something useful like my family or my business. Catch yourself. Catch yourself right now. Don't do what I did. And then there's one other little thing. Don't take any relationships for granted. Life is crazy. People come and people go. We lose people along this journey. Make the moments that you have for the people you care for count. If you want to transform your life today, you will focus on the people presently in your life and you will practice love and gratitude for the moments that you have. Do this with everyone. You don't have to tell them if you don't want to, but feel gratitude in every meeting that you have. Of course, grieve if you have the facts, of course, but resist the negative mind that tries to fill in the gaps for you. Go on, shake hands more. Hug people more. Let people know that you appreciate them and love yourself in the process too. No matter how many, you are blessed in the relationships you have. Your mind loves the past and the future. It changes the past all of the time. And it really loves the future because it loves to be creative the creativity of creating a future, but especially a negative future. You'll find yourself there often, and it may bring you down, but breathe. Think and feel your breath inside and outside of your body and get present. Practice presence every day. Hold on to people in the present. Let them go when the time is appropriate. Feel blessed that you have this day. All right, there you go. That was the episode. The good news is, is that my friend contacted me. He's all right. He just had fell on rough times, but he has a network of individuals that I don't know who these people are, but he has, a, he's been sp- staying at a friend's house, getting himself back on his feet. He's still working. And so everything's fine with him. So I'm going to actually hook up with him in a couple of weeks. Yes, of course, I blasted him. I blasted him for not contacting me, but everything uh, everything seems to be fine. So we'll find out. I'll find out the whole story in a couple of weeks. So it's just really powerful on where the mind wants to go. Sometimes it's completely, really completely useless on where it wants to go. So that concludes today's episode. Thank you very much. I thank you all for listening. I thank all of the subscribers that listen to this show on a regular basis. I thank all the podcasters who have been on. I am really looking forward to the next 100 interviews that I have. So that's the conclusion of today's show. Thanks so much for your time. Have a wonderful day.